0: You ever notice that there's always something new to worry about, something new to concern yourself with? You turn the news on, you get on social media, and you're like, ah, hell, what now? Let's talk about it. All right, all right. Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Let's go ahead and get into this thing. Holy crap! What next? Right? Russia is going to hell, um, moving nuclears, nuclear weapons towards the border of Ukraine. Uh, let's see what else. What other good news do we have that actually makes our lives better? Uh, let's see. We've got tornadoes in in the Midwest. We have record snowfall in California. We have flooding, and and the world it just continues. The banking crisis. We got this stuff on the news, and what's funny about that is. For as much time as we spend consuming that information, you know what we get out of it? We get fear. We get uneasiness. We get an, un, an inability to actually take action in our own lives. We're like, well, you know, I don't, I don't know if I should. I'm not sure about the economy. I don't know if I should go ahead and move forward and sell the house. I'm not sure what we should do. I mean, if you really think about it, what, what, what impact, what, what positive impact does any of this stuff have on your life? You can spend four hours a day. You can spend 10 hours a day watching CNN or any other news channel, learning about all the ugly things that are going on in the world. And guess what? When you get done and you turn that TV off and you go to bed at night, the only thing you've done is wasted another day of your life consuming information and engaged in activities that have nothing to do with you. Why do we do we do it? Why is this so important to us? That's because that's what we've been taught to do. Let's face it. You believe it's important that you see the news and that you know what's going on around you. What's ironic about that is if you put half that effort into what's going on within you and within your life and more than that, within your circle of influence, that's where it starts, right? That's where it starts because I guarantee you, you're going to wake up tomorrow just like you did today and you're going to look at that TV or look at that screen and you're going to go, what now? let's talk about this oh yeah if you're feeling it I'm getting it right I'm in this one why well because it's it's just so ironic that we would allow ourselves to be so distracted by things that we can't we have absolutely no control over that it becomes our excuse for why we don't handle the stuff we do have control over let's face it Yes, Ukraine is at war with Russia, and it's it's tragic. It truly is. and And yes, there was a tornado in the Midwest that killed more people than you can even imagine, right? It's just tragedy upon tragedy. My question to you is, okay, if you're going to take that information in, what are you doing with it? Because it's useless unless you take action on it, either in your own life or in the world around you. I mean, well, if you're going to spend time taking in the ugliness that is the Ukrainian war and what Russia and Ukraine got going on, well, then my next question to you is, okay, all right, you have that information. What are you going to do with it? Are you going you gonna to create a Facebook group and you're going to start fundraising and doing food drives or whatever you can to help the poor people of Ukraine? And the same is true for the tornadoes in, in the Midwest or, or even the, the school shooting. I mean, I understand. It's tragic. It's beyond tragic to have to look at that and to see that happening in our society. But what's even more tragic is you will take information, we take information in like that, and then guess what we do? Nothing. We don't, we don't do anything beyond that. And I guess that's my point, I promise you that tomorrow you're going to wake up and you're going to look at the news. You're going to take it some tidbit of information from your phone or you're going to oh, scratch your head and go, what now? But unless you're willing to take action and do something about that, the question I'm asking you is what is the point? What is the goal? What is the benefit in you consuming that information? The truth is it makes you uneasy. And more than that, it distracts you from, What you should be looking at. Is that intentional? Well, I think that's up to you to decide. I'm not here to tell you how to be or what to do. All I'm trying to do is to kind of get you thinking about some of these things that we do instinctively, some of these things we believe and the true impact that they have on our life. It's funny about that is you'll see some guy on a rant or a rave, somebody you'll know will jump up and you'll get a conversation about politics or something that's going on in the world, and they'll be adamant about all they believe and all they think about what the, what's going on in the world, right? And what... And what's ironic about it is when you take a look at their life, you know their life is crap, right? You know their their yard is a mess, their house is a mess, they're barely making ends meet, they're swimming in debt, they're a terrible father, they're a terrible husband, they have nothing going on in their life except for the ability to go out in public and spout off this information that they haven't verified simply so they can feel good about being part of a team. You know, The good news is if they heard me talking about them like that, they would definitely jump up and spout off about stuff. But actually, they're so distracted that they wouldn't even have any idea or any inkling to actually listen in on a podcast like this where it actually causes us to consider all of the information we take in with the goal of living a better life, having a better experience of living. I guarantee there will always be something to get your attention. But if you're going to be asking yourself questions and examining things that are going on in the world, why wouldn't you want to start with you? Let's talk about how you can take that what now and turn it into something that actually works for you. I can't speak for you, but I have to tell you something. Aside from choices I make that impact me, all of that information is mute. It Might as well be white noise. I mean, let's talk about the, the tragic school shooting in Tennessee. And, and it continues. And, of course, people say, we got to stop this. we got to stop this. I'm going to leave that to people who are willing to try and stop it. I don't have any interest in doing that. I will never stand on a corner with a picket sign touting anything. But what I can do is the same thing you can do. That information is important because that reminds me that the world isn't as safe as it used to be. And I have to teach my kids and my family to be more vigilant, to pay attention, to have strategies and plans for dealing with those instances. But beyond that, what is the point of consuming bad information? Have you ever watched a show where someone cries? It's tragic. You know, Someone dies. Maybe grandma dies of cancer. Some, some show where it just reaches into your heart and it's really sad. What happens to your demeanor? It's diminished. Pretty soon you're over there and you, you feel a tear rolling down your cheek. You're like, oh, I can't believe that show made me cry. This information that we're taking in has an impact on our life. And, and the stuff that's been going on in the world around us thus far, and they keep advertising and promoting, it certainly doesn't elevate us. It doesn't make us feel more inspired to live better lives and to spend time evaluating our personal choices. No, it causes us to retreat, it causes us to feel unreasonable levels of fear from, uh, of people that are just like us, just around us. And you see it, Right pandemic two years of exposure to the rhetoric of political environment and the pandemic and all that bull crap that went on and how do you feel about people when you go out in public i remember there were times when i'd go through the grocery store and i'd get a spot people would smile at me and say hi and how you doing probably 20 30 times because that's partly because of that's who i am but not anymore not anymore. When you take a look around at the faces of the people you see when you're walking around town or you go shopping or you spend time in any type of public forum, what do you see? You see frowns. You see people with, who will avert their eyes. There's, there's no camaraderie. There's no common ground where we feel trust for the people that are just like us. And there's a tragedy in that. And it works really well. For somebody, it does. This is a this is a really good plan for somebody. No way, it can't be so, right? There's no way this is a conspiracy to keep us from the truth. There's no way in hell this could be in a conspiracy to keep us distracted so we don't actually figure out how to live our best life, how to not get ensnared in the trap that's been created for us. Yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't mind debt. Debt's cool. I, in fact, I love being in debt. One of the most contra- ironic contradictions in our entire society is the idea that we should we should strive to live debt-free. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, we're working to live debt-free. Oh, everybody you talk to, how's your finances? Well, we're working to live debt-free. Really? How many people do you know live debt-free? Are you living debt-free? I mean, let's face it. With very few exceptions, debt is viewed as a bad thing. What's ironic about it is everybody's in debt. You're in debt. Your neighbors are in debt. And we go, well, you know, I had to have a house and I I needed a car and I had to have all that furniture and all that other great stuff that I have. Right. And the question you probably want to ask yourself and we're going to answer is who benefits from that, who benefits from all of this noise? Because let's face it, news agencies don't put crap out there on the news simply to to let us know what's going on. They're like, well, you know, we should really let Chris know about the the latest state of affairs in Ukraine. We should really let let Chris know that there was a tornado in the Midwest. What do you suppose the motivation is for all of this information? And not only that, but the sheer amount of information we keep getting hit with. You think it's all about you? You think it's all about the world trying to help you live your best life? Hmm. I wonder. Let's talk about it. I guess the question we're going to answer here is, are there some things we should be concerned about? And definitely so. There are some things that are going on in the world right now that you probably should pay attention to. But my point in this is that if you're going to pay attention to those things, you need to pay attention to them from the perspective of what do I need to do to prepare in my own life as a result of what I'm seeing going on in the world. Here's my, here's my prediction. One of those things that you might want to pay attention to is your finances. I don't know if you've noticed, but some of the crap that's coming down is they're talking about job losses, talking about all these big corporations laying people off. Interest rates are higher than they've ever been. Inflation is higher than it's ever been. We just came off of a a pandemic where housing prices went through the friggin' roof. If you were to spend time focusing on anything, any bit of information, In the world around you, what I would probably suggest you do is start paying attention to what impact these things are going to have on you directly. And then, of course, with that comes the obligation to take action to prevent yourself from being caught unaware or unprepared for what's coming. In my opinion, what's coming is there going to be an extreme shortage in funds. There are a lot of people right now who ran out two years ago and bought houses for double what they were worth, and all of a sudden money's going to start getting tight, inflation is not going to stop. And even if inflation caps off at the rate that corporations are reducing the packaging sizes of their products, you're still going to be spending more money on food and groceries because instead of getting a 12 dozen eggs, they're going to start selling them in six dozen and charging the same price as 12. Mark my words, it's coming. Now, I suppose if you were in the position you could you can you can effect change in that in the world as a whole then then go for it but the truth is you can't the truth is the only one you're responsible for the only one you can impact are the people within the realm within the circle of influence that you currently have and that's a pretty small group of people that is you your partner your kids your immediate family and even with family it's difficult which further illustrates my point, and that is, what's the point in spending time engaging in activities or in taking on information that doesn't benefit you, doesn't provide you with a platform to affect positive change in your life? I talked about why why this is important, why we keep seeing this. Well, partly it's because it draws our attention, and more than that. If you're looking at things beyond yourself, beyond your realm of control, guess what? You're basically wasting your time. And what's nice about that for someone is that you're not trying to affect change that fixes things. You'll still remain in debt. You'll still accept the fact that the life you live is the only option there is which is great for the banker who keeps drawing interest on, on your loan for your house that you can't afford, or for the politician who has you out there carrying his flags and, and spouting his rhetoric to your friends and neighbors and making enemies out of, out of friends. I mean, that's, that's perfect for them. But again, it comes back to what is that doing for you? What is that information and those actions that result from that information doing for you and for the people in your life? The honest truth is it's not doing anything for you. You can spend every day from now till the day you die watching the news and and your life isn't going to change one bit. You can spend every day from now till the day you die standing on the corner waving signs for some politician you'll never meet and it's not going to change your life one iota. Want to know the good news? The good news is there is a way to change things about your life, to impact your life in a positive way, despite all of the ugliness that's going on in the world around you. Stick around. I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. We're going to talk about that. And by the time you get done, guess what? You're going to have some now what moments in your life, but it isn't going to involve anybody else but you. If there's anyone in the world who knows a lot about now what moments, it is me. And more than that, it's my wife and my family. I've always been that kind of person who just, I can't stop learning. I always, I like to try new things. I'm coming up with great ideas. I mean, let's, let's face it. I'm a 61 years old and I do a daily podcast or an almost daily podcast. Who does that, right? But that's on top of a long list of accomplishments that I've, uh, that I've actually done in my life. I've been a mortgage broker and a concrete contractor and a general contractor and a photographer and a digital artist. And the, the list just goes on and on and on. Right now, I'm an author and a podcaster. And every time I come with one, come up with one of these crazy ideas, my wife goes, oh, now what? And I've learned that longevity and endurance is the key for me. I mean, right now, even now as I speak, I'm really pushing to get my book done because I've got an idea on a fiction novel that I'm ready to start already. That's the now what moment. But my point is you're going to have now what moments, but the idea is that you don't let the world create that for you. You create it for yourself. And how do you do that? Well, the first step in that process is to spend enough time with yourself to get clear-headed enough to actually figure out who you are and what you would like to do. That's where the benefit of life comes in because I guarantee you will never be greater at anything than you are at the things you love to do. I mean, go ahead, let's have all kinds of now what moments. But before you can do that, you have to figure out what that is. And as long as there is noise being pumped into you and you allow that barrage of information, that, that audio and visual attack to continue to permeate your thinking, guess what? You're not going to find the time or the incentive to get excited about what you would love to do. Even now, as we sit here and we have this conversation, I have a, I have a now what moment coming up on the horizons. As I've said before, Sandy and I have lived and traveled in an RV for almost seven years. We recently put the RV and the truck and the whole package for sale because we have another now what moment. I'm sure someone on Facebook will be like, oh, what now, right? Now what? What are they doing now, right? Because we're transitioning from RV life into condo living, and it's not a permanent thing. We're not buying a condo. We're going to go rent someplace in a resort area, and we're going to explore maybe six months to a year, and then we'll move and we'll do the same thing again. Why? Because our focus isn't on what's going on around the world. We're, our focus is on what's going on within our world, within our realm of influence. Why? Because that makes our life better. The question for you is how much time have you spent in the last week thinking about you and what you can do to affect positive change in your life? When you got the people in your life around you, the people who you love, and go, now what, Chris? Now what? That's an indicator that you're on a path that they don't understand. Does that necessarily make it a bad path? No. When Sandy and I sold the house, moved in the RV, you, can, you can't you can even imagine the number of people that said, now what? And every one of those people was afraid of what we were about to do. They're like, I can't believe it. And I'm saying it was good for them, right? They had something to talk about in the morning, something exciting. And even then, it was like, okay, they're sitting there. There's a couple, someone we know, some friends of ours sitting there drinking coffee. They're retired and they're looking at our choices and they're going, man, can you believe what they're doing? And again, that comes down to now what? They're spending time thinking about us and the craziness that we have going on in our life and the crazy choices we're making. And yet, where are they at? They're exactly where they've been for the last 30 years and their life. Looks exactly the way it's going to look for the next 20. Who's the crazy one here? Who's the crazy one? which is exactly my point, back to the, the larger scale of all this terrible stuff that's going on in the world and the fact that we consume our, our life, our days taking it in and feeling stress and worrying and concerned about it, to no outcome, to no benefit to ourselves. It just, it doesn't make a bit of sense. And believe me, my goal isn't to tell you what you should do. My goal is is much simpler than that. My goal is simply to ask you, hey, are you thinking about why you do what you do? Are you thinking about the benefit of the things you do? Does, does that four hours a day watching the news and feeling all scared and nervous and talking to your neighbors about how that other neighbor is, has lost his mind because he supports the other candidate? How are those engagements and that time being spent going to benefit you and the people that you have influence over? The truth is, you're going to wake up tomorrow and the next day and there's going to be something on the news, something you see on your phone, you're going to, oh, now what? If that event doesn't cause you to take action in your life that benefits you, maybe you should step back and say, hmm, I don't think that's probably any of my business right now. I've got other things, more important things to do that have a direct impact on the quality of my life. I don't know, maybe I've oversimplified this whole process of life and there's things that I just don't see. But what I do know is this. I know when I started spending time focusing on who I was, I became a better person. When I started spending time focusing on my choices and the impact those choices have on my life, my life got extremely better. I became more inspired and more energized to want to do more. And as a result, my wife and I have spent the last seven years in an adventure of our life. And even prior to that, our relationship has continued to grow and get better. The experience of waking up every day, you don't see me. I'm not dragging tail depressed because of the things I have to do. Because part of my day is spent evaluating what I think and what I believe. Because I'll tell you what, at this point in the game, I cannot afford to make a mistake. And unfortunately, neither can you. I don't know what you think of what I'm saying or what your impression is of the things that I keep talking about here, but this is all just an invitation for you to stop taking in so much noise that doesn't have anything to do with you, to stop spending time engaged in activities that have no tangible benefit to you or the people you love, and to turn that energy and that focus into things that actually provide you with a better life, that give you access to the kind of life you dream of living. And unfortunately, the one thing we can't seem to grab a hold of is the key aspect of that, the key element of obtaining the type of life that you want to live or to achieving the goals that you set for yourself is that you spend time focusing on yourself and the things you can do to affect that change in your life. I'm not going to be the one to tell you what's causing this whole thing, this barrage of information that we can't seem to escape. But what I can tell you is the impact it'll have on you. The impact it is having on you. And the point is, all of that noise and all of that rhetoric, all that time you spend distracted from focusing on yourself is taking you away from living your best life. There's a reason you're swimming in debt. There's a reason your relationship is where it is. There's a reason you don't have more time for golf or for your kids or for your partner and you're not spending your weekends doing what you love to do. And it isn't because it is isn't possible. It's because you're not spending the time you need to, to define where you're going. Hey, listen, I really appreciate you guys showing up. I really appreciate you tuning in. I want to thank you for all the shares and all the likes. I'm going to keep showing up. I hope you do too. Don't forget to launch every action from a platform of kindness and consideration. It'll make your life better, and it'll make the lives of those around you better. Until next time, my name is Chris Hawkes and this is Your Best Life Defined.